right, thanks for tuning in. Hey, today we're going to talk about a customer avatar. Sometimes people call it a buyer persona, a customer profile, but what it is is it's a representation of your ideal customer, the type of person you want to have purchase your products or services. And chances are you've seen or heard this phrase uh, tossed around quite a bit, countless times maybe even. But up until now, we think you might have been confused about what it actually is and how to use it. So let's clear some of those things up. Fair enough? All right, here we go. So first, let's talk about what really is it. Well, it's an essential, I would personally call it critical part of your marketing strategy. It's a fictional character that has wants, needs, and pain points or problems that need to be solved that hopefully you can solve. It's also a detailed profile of a single individual, albeit fictional, but based on a single individual that may be your best customer or in B2B, the best business that uh, you get along with the best and does the most business with you. It's also a very comprehensive outline based on research and data, not just gut feel or I think or this looks good. It needs to be uh, that's kind of a starting point, but really, really needs to be based on fact. All right, so since we covered that, let's talk about what an avatar is not. It's not a nice to have. Remember, we said this is essential. This is critical to your marketing strategy. Um, it should be a fictional character of your best customer and not an amalgamation of potential or a large group of existing customers. It shouldn't be short. It shouldn't be vague. Um, it needs to have solid details. It shouldn't be a list of characteristics that are just guesses or assumptions or hearsay. There should be some data to back the facts. Handled correctly... An avatar provides insight into who your ideal customer is, what they want, where they spend their time, and how your offering can address their problem. It's the key to experiencing marketing and sales uh, success. And it's, this has been true for decades and decades and decades. So who should have a customer avatar? Well, every organization that has a customer should have a customer avatar. Every single one. However, having an avatar or a few, depending on how much you need to segment your target market is especially beneficial for startups and small to medium-sized businesses. It allows all of you to make the most of your budget. 
your marketing and advertising efforts and to know when you're getting great results that you can pour more into it or when you're not getting good results and this is what you go back to to figure out why don't we resonate, okay? So that brings us to why you need a customer avatar. When it comes down to it, you need a customer avatar so you understand whom you're trying to sell to. The perfect customer who will spend big, make repeat purchases, and promote your business to others. Here's the hard-to-swallow truth. Although you may think you know who all this is, our experience is you don't. Very few have this documented. The really great marketers or organizations with strong marketing relationships, they have these. Very, very few business owners do. And it should be the basis and the foundation for all decisions you make in the marketing and advertising and sales process world. And until you do your research, most business owners tend to continue to target anyone and everyone that they can find turned under a rock. And they wonder how great organizations do this. And this is the foundational piece that they bite on. It's doing it any other way, in our opinion, is very costly and ineffective. So sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but this is this point's being brought out because it is that critical to your organization. Now, on a lighter note, <laughs> all right, having an accurate, fleshed-out avatar gives you the opportunity to be more specific with your marketing messages and allows you to improve on a variety of areas, such as email marketing. Knowing your talk, who you're talking to makes it easier to write the email, subject line, know why something's getting opened and clicked on or not, and then modify that tone uh, into different campaigns based upon uh, different um, segmented avatars that you're trying to target. Remember, segmentation, targeting, positioning, STP, fundamentals of marketing. The avatar fits in that. That's how you know who to segment. Then you pick out the avatar you want to target or two, and then you position yourself in the marketplace to align with that one, all right? Back to use as product development. If the product development people, team, idea generators, understand who the buyer is, it's easier for them to design products and change services and and modify the tone and the message so that it resonates and so that the product has great appeal. With the content marketing side of the team, when they have a great, spelled-out, detailed, essential customer avatar, it's easier for them to make videos, write blog posts, landing pages, choose graphics, who to show in a picture, 
Hey, paid advertising. What's important to paid advertising is, again, the image they portray, the headline they're after. They want to know who they're targeting. And when they're doing advertising, they get asked by Facebook, LinkedIn, Taboola, all of these of who is it that we're going after. User experience. An avatar can also help you shape a a better customer experience. That allows you to make every interaction easy, pleasant, convenient as possible, really resonate and hold in. And all these areas tend to tie together and feed off of each other in a 360-degree marketing world. So how do you create one? All right, well, that takes this sheet, all right? So the sheet that we're showing you here is something we can supply you at viralsolutions.net. You just have to search for the avatar and you'll find it. Now, getting back to what you need to do for steps to put this together, though. Here we go. First, research. So first things first, you need to research who is you're going after and try to find that really good demographic breakdown, uh, psychographic breakdown you'll notice on the avatar sheet uh, here in front of you that you're dealing with things such as age, marital status, home ownership in a B2C world, in a B2B world, size of company, industry they're in, who's the decision maker. In the psychographic side on both sides, what's the objections to a sale, to the purchase, what are they looking for, Uh, what's their pains and problems. So when you do this secondary research, you're trying to dig into all these levels. And there's a lot of great stuff that you have out there. Now, here's the pro tip. Try to remove your bias or have this research done by a third party because it's all about your customer and your avatar and not you. You have a bias, okay? you got to try and get that removed so that all this flows. That's really important in this first step. Then, this avatar worksheet, all right? Once you've got your research, time to start putting that together, filling in these boxes. You'll notice there's demographics here. There's pain point issues to talk about. You'll notice there's um, uh, things about their education, a number of children in the B2C matters and b2b number of employees they have revenue volume um where they're located are they midwest on the coast uh, urban suburban rural all of those are factors in the communication and advertising uh process so once you do that then start giving your your avatar a name which adds another later layer to this fictional character that's based upon real customers. You could also even upload, say, a stock photo or make a representation of this person or uh, business. Now, what we want to do then is have you move on through sections, preferably in this order. So you've got this avatar sheet in front of you. Look at the demographics parts. It talks about age. Talks about gender, talks about marital status, number of children, where they located, occupation, job title, 
Now in the B2B world, that's okay. You flip that. Now you start talking about um, how long has the company been around? Um, what industry are they in? Um, what coast are they on? So you can pull the demographic stuff off of a business just as much as you can a person. Goals and values. These are important because problems with their goals and their values, if they don't tie into yours, tends to create customer relationship issues. Okay? So what are their goals? What are they trying to accomplish? What are their values? Um, what's this hill they're trying to climb? And what's this land that they're willing to just lay down everything for and die on? And that's true of a business also. Businesses, man, we want to own this turf and we want to be top-notch in this sector. What is that? What are those goals? You need to know those. Sources of information. Where do they find it? Magazines, websites, gurus. Who do they trust? This is true also in the B2B world. Remember, just because you're in B2B, you're not trying to sell the building. It's a decision maker in there. There's a human being that you're relating to. And they have resources that they tend to use. And you need to try and find out what those are. Challenges and pain points section on this sheet. What challenges do they need to overcome? Remember, people don't care as much about you and your business and your organization until you show that you understand their problems and you're trying to solve it and make it financially work out for them. I mean, your costs of products and services can't be higher than what they resell it for or helps them generate more funding for. So what pain points are they experiencing? And then be thinking about how your product and service solves that. Another box on this sheet. Objections and roles in the purchase process. Why might they object to purchasing your offer? Think about competition. Think about mm, the trust factor. Maybe you're new in the industry. Maybe your product is really unique. So you've got to have great pictures, images, um, all of that. Sometimes the objections are, even in the B2B world, more personal. I haven't heard of you before and you weren't the one referred to me and who else have you done business with and all these things you have to overcome. Be transparent. Be out front of those. Lay yourself out there. All right? Make sense? Now, here's the real pro tip to having a great buyer persona. And that is you'll quickly figure out that these boxes on these charts, they interact with each other. So I always like to say, I always like to say, look, um, there's not a wrong way to fill it out until you do something wrong like this. If I say um, in B2C, what's the age of your perfect prospective customer? And you say 25 to 65, and I go, no, they're not. And you say, well, yeah, they are. I mean, we get that. No. A 25-year-old and a 65-year-old go over to the guru column. They have different people, different sources of information, different values. Okay? 
the younger people, organic, um, authentic, transparent, real, he can relate to you, 65-year-old. Ah, trash the world, who cares? No, just kidding. But uh, anyway, you get the idea, right? So make sure you narrow this down. Don't cross generations. Have multiples of these. Again, segmentation, targeting, positioning. The segmentation, you're going to make a lot of these for. Then you're going to choose what of these that you're going to target based upon your budget. All right, step three. I want you to repeat that process as much as you need to because the odds are pretty good that you have more than one ideal customer. Now, what you can afford to go after, that can be another story. But in the segmentation building process that you use this avatar for, you'll probably have a lot of these, all right? When you go to targeting, you won't have very many of them. So fortunately, the process becomes a piece of cake once you've done it before, especially after you've done one or two of them. Now, in the beginning, it's best to stick to less is more. So you'll wind up casting your net too wide, and it's fun. It's a great exercise, and man, Tom, I really want to do this, but, you know, hold yourself back. Really get this done. You know, as people like Lindsay and in our company talk about, don't go down this avatar and end up with a half-built avatar. Hey, get her done. Get her all done. Get the whole sheet filled out. Really debate it within your team. Now, what's the takeaway of all this? Well, we've said it before. I've said it in this thing at least twice, and we're going to say it again. Your customer avatar is a key to experiencing marketing and sales success. When you're on, oh man, I'm just not getting those conversions and I'm just not getting the leads and the sales, that sheet's what you go back to. Why don't we resonate with these people? Maybe it's the wrong person, okay? It's always your resource to reverse engineer everything. So the takeaway then is knowing really who your ideal customer is. And this should resonate throughout your organization. Sales and marketing obviously should know it. Customer service should know it. Business development, donor development people, they should know it. This should be a sheet that everybody knows, hey, this is who our customer is. This is how they think. This is how they relate to us. This is why they use our services. This is where they live, how old they are, all that good stuff. Where they spend their time. Marketing now knows what marketing channels to use because they've done their research and they know where your avatar hangs out at. Then how you're offering uh, your product or service to solve a problem. Can you imagine making TV commercials, uh, videos that go on YouTube, uh, demonstration? You can say, hey, here's who you're trying to sell to. And here's what their issues are. And here's how we follow me. Now it's a whole lot easier to put this thing together. So make sure this avatar template that's in front of you now. Make sure you search viralsolutions.net for free customer avatar template. Free customer avatar template. 
and you'll have a copy that's put out by our partners at Digital Marketer. And remember, you can always reach out to virussolutions.net also at 888-816-1222 or virussolutions.net. We've got chat on there. We're on social media. Yep, marketers, we're everywhere. I know, I know. Save the world. We're going to save the world with your avatar. Make it a great day.